The views and opinions expressed in the following episodes are those of the individuals and are not meant to insult or offend anyone. Jeez, dark and gloomy much? Are you trying to be an edgelord? Well, then how should I put it then? I don't know. How about... We come in peace. We mean no harm. We may spoil some things. We may swear a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So listener discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of Little Nerdy. I'm your host, Michelle. And I'm her co-host and goober extraordinaire, (laughs) Owen. And today is kind of a fun fact Friday. Slash mm, kind of a celebration of a certain (laughs) particular day. Yeah. All right. Now, before we get into it and everything, um, quick shout out to our friend Black White Check for intro and outro music. Find their details in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Now... One thing I want to say before we get into this, because I know somebody's feeling a little weird about this episode at the moment, because, you know, they're, they're like, as anti-narcissistic as I could possibly think of. Oh, well, thanks. I wasn't talking about you. Oh. <laughs> How <laughs> no, narcissistic no. of me. <laughs> you got the joke. Uh, yeah, no, so we're actually doing one about the uh, fun facts of what happened um, on your birthday, November 25th. Around the world and on different years. Yeah. Much like we've done for your brother and my sister uh, uh, on those previous episodes. Yeah. But you feel a little weird kind of talking about what happened on those days because it's like, oh, it's your birthday. And it's like, yes, but we're talking about the world and what's happened outside. It's, you know, you're not Mm -hmm. going, oh, this happened because I was born. Or, oh, this happened because this was the day that they knew I'd be born kind of thing. It's like, no, 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 that's narcissistic. You're... As far removed from that as possible, trust me. Mm-hmm. Being worried about being narcissistic, I think, is a uh, non-narcissistic trait. <laughs> Within itself, yeah. Yeah, it's the whole, am I narcissistic? And it's like, I think if you have the, it's like the, if you have the ability to ask if you're, uh, ask yourself if you're insane, proves you're not insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just an old motto I heard where it was like, if you can have the moment of clarity to go, mm-hmm. okay, am I crazy or is this? And then it's kind of like, okay, no, no, you're actually thinking clearly because you're, you're willing to question yourself. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, moving on, TM. <laughs> yes, I'm going to make that a thing, okay? I've been listening to uh, some other fun podcasts and stuff like that, and it's not as bad as uh, some people have been trying to, like, you know, uh, one, uh, one group, the Lorehammer guys, their TM is for soon. Because they keep talking about other things they're going to do episodes on. And they're like, yes, we'll cover that episode or cover that another episode soon. TM. Mm. In case anyone was wondering why I started saying, started saying, started saying TM and getting tongue tied. <laughs> the tongue tied thing has been a long problem. That's just a you thing. I mean, that's a me thing too. <laughs> I think that's an over excitement type thing. And yeah. the joy of sharing fun little things. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything you wanted to uh, mention before we get right into this? Oh, I wanted to talk about what you got me for my birthday. Because I thought it was lovely. Mm. So, you got me the... Which we talked about a couple episodes ago. Which was... 
Animal Crossing. You got me the DLC for that when it came out. So that was like a bit of an early birthday present. Yeah, but I also kind of knew that it was like, oh, this isn't just like some small little update or whatever. Yeah. Usually Nintendo's pretty good for like major big substantial like worth the money kind of uh, updates. Yeah. And uh, I, I knew how much you loved the game and how much happiness and joy it brought you kind of thing. Thank you. You're welcome. And then you also got me a movie called Citizen X that I'm so super excited to watch. It's an older movie. It's got Donald, Donald Sutherland and uh, Stephen Rea in it. For a hot second, I thought you were going to say it has Don Cheadle in it. No. I was like, I don't know. I think he was pretty young back then. Maybe, or, you know, starting off his career <laughs> when this movie came out. I'm not sure how old Don Cheadle is, but... Yeah. This, yeah, anyways. Um. So this film is actually about um, Andre Chikatila, I believe is how you pronounce his last name, uh, who was known as the chessboard killer in mm. Russia. He had 52 victims um, that we know of and stuff, but he was going for 64 because he wanted to kill one person for each space that's on a... Chessboard? Yeah. Oh, okay. And stuff, um, yeah, so you got me that movie, and then you also got me some coloring books, which I love <laughs> to relax by coloring, and I love it because you got me three of them, and oh my gosh, uh, as long as I don't Just film. calm the F down, um. I'm allergic to stupidity, I break out in sarcasm. And I believe the last one is F off, I'm coloring. Yeah, fuck off, I'm coloring. Okay, well, fine then. Just say it the way it is. Uh, yeah. And stuff. <laughs> and uh, it's really awesome because I just started coloring picture and it's literally this really pretty jungle picture that says bite me in the center of it. And I love it. Yeah, and also just like, in, I am trying to keep this goddamn fucking friendly, uh, family friendly fucking podcast and everything and yet go and swear your goddamn fucking mouth off. Yep. Sounds about right. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. So, yeah. So thank you for those. And, yeah. Yeah, it was, as soon as you started opening up the coloring books and started looking at some of the pages and just the very... Because, of course, black and white till you color it in and everything. Yeah. But all the intricate uh, designs, I guess you'd say, and all mm. the funny sayings in them... You were so very happy, and I think you haven't not colored in a little bit every day mm-hmm. since you've gotten them. Exactly. All right. So, a um, little bit of information that should go out, I think, is that, so this is for November 25th, this day in history? Yeah. So, what uh, interesting facts besides you gracing <clears throat> the world with your presence? Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, it's not narcissistic if somebody is complimenting you. True. Okay, so in on November twenty fifth in nineteen seventy, yep. Um, a Japanese novelist. Okay. And four members of his Shield Society, which was like um, I guess like a private army. Oh. Right. And they were like. Meant to preserve Japan's, like, uh... Historic culture and... 
um martial spirit yeah and stuff they uh they actually seized uh, a military headquarter that was in um tokyo and then um the guy the guy who was like the leader i guess or whatever um i'm probably gonna butcher this name and i'm so very sorry his name was uh mishima yokio yuko uh, Mishima Yukio. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, he actually later committed seppuku. <laughs> I may have pronounced that wrong. Seppuku. So, seppuku. Sorry. Thank you for correcting me. Um, Japanese is definitely not a language I've learned yet. And <laughs> I actually have a friend who took Japanese in school, so they're probably laughing right now pretty hard at me. But, um, and if... <clears throat> You probably know more about this than me because you do know more about Japanese culture and stuff than me. Um, but that is, isn't that where they like? It's saving dis- face. Yeah, like they've dishonored themselves or their family, so they commit suicide in a very painful but honorable way. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you take. If I'm not mistaken, so of course I could be talking completely out of my ass here, but from what I've understood and been able to learn about it is that you take a sacrificial sword, uh, you stab it into your abdomen from one side right across to the other, and then bring it up to your heart and finish yourself off. Oh my gosh. Um... It's considered, uh, it's such a painful way to go and it's all self-inflicted that it's like to want to atone for your dishonor or uh, I guess you could say sins or whatever, whatever you did, Yeah. that this is like the way to make sure that it's like people know that you were serious about how awful you feel about your failures or whatever, that you went through that to atone. And they're like, damn, he was serious, like kind of thing. Hmm. He really was repenting. Yeah, that's a, I'm really sad that he completed suicide that way. Um, well, it was more of a saving face type thing. It's the cause to live to live with the shame would have been too great for him or his family to bear. Mm. So it was. Oh, I see. So it's like no, it's not, not so much uh, completing suicide. It's more saving face. Okay. Like uh, there, there's been, and don't think that that's a Japanese only thing. There's been many times like through yeah. um, medieval Europe where yeah. many royals and uh, all kinds of people. It was like they did something that disgraced the family line or had kinds of issues or whatever. So mm-hmm. they would do things to save face. Uh, maybe not as dramatic or as life ending, but mm-hmm. they would still, there would be lots of stuff done to redeem your family or save your own honor or your family's honor. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, kind of crazy that. Uh, that happened mm-hmm. um and again that was in 1970 so then um on november 25th in 1957 at the age of 70 um a mexican painter by the name of diago rivera okay passed away and he was yes yeah, 70 at the time and yeah I believe he was quite an influential painter, so that would have been a great loss at the time. Um, should also 
let you guys know real quick that we are using a Britannica. Yeah, I was just about to question yeah. before uh, once when we were the, the brain and gear before mouth and motion. Okay. <laughs> uh, when we were in the middle of covering uh, the Mishima Yukio, Yukio mm-hmm. uh, when we were talking about him, I was actually going to ask, it's like, and what's the source that we're using for this information? Yeah, so it's Britannica. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, is there, let's see, da, 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 anything, I don't know, because we've just covered two people, I guess you could say dying? How about something a little more positive and cheery, you Debbie Downer? <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, so in 2002, mm-hmm. uh, have you ever heard of The Mousetrap by Agatha Christie? Okay, are you talking about the book or are you talking about the game? Actually, talking about a play. <laughs> oh, the play. No, yeah. I've never heard of the play. Okay, so there was a play um, by Agatha Christie called The Mousetrap. I mean, I think it was t- probably turned into a play from one of her novels. Um, but yeah, it, on November 25th of 2022, it celebrated it, sorry, not 2022, we're not there yet, 2002. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, are, are you a time traveler or something? I could tell you, but then I would have to, yeah. Don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> uh, you're funny. Um, anyway, it celebrated its, uh. 50th anniversary, because it actually first opened, um... In 1952? Yeah, on November 25th, 1952. So, that's pretty cool. Well, I mean... There's certain numbers that it's always kind of an interesting, like, mile marker kind of thing. I mean, obviously, like, the first, a first year or whatever kind of thing... Maybe five-year type mark is kind of important to some people. Ten, well, you've just hit double digits. Oh, uh, 25. It's amazing how it's like from 10 to 25, most of those numbers in between are kind of just, eh, kind of cool or whatever. 25 is like, oh, you're at a quarter of 100 mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then the 50-year mark. Mm-hmm. And then hard to think it's going to be 2052 by the time it hits the 100 mark. I mean, you know, there's a 75-year mark and everything, which is mm-hmm. a lot closer, but... Still, it's just amazing how it's like certain numbers have more significance in celebrating the uh, anniver- anniversary of things mm-hmm. more than others. Exactly. Not to say that any of those other anniversaries in between are insignificant. Just those are like kind of... The big ones. Yeah, it's like important. Like It's like, wow, this has been the around milestones. for this many years and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. So... Let's see what else is like maybe not so Debbie Downer. Okay, how about Joe DiMaggio? Um, okay, DiMaggio sounds like a very familiar name. Uh, what about Joe? Okay, so he might sound familiar to you because he was a baseball player. Right? Mm-hmm. And was like... He's considered to be like one of the best players that there ever was, right? He was born November twenty fifth, nineteen fourteen. Oh. Mm-hmm. So just a short while ago. 
Yeah. You know, only about 107 years ago. Mm-hmm. But that, yeah, definitely um, say he, yeah, because even the name, just DiMaggio, it's like I didn't know really that he was a baseball player if you just mentioned it out of passing. How did you not know that? I, I, well, okay, all the stuff in my head that just convolutes and makes everything so complicated and everything. I mean, true. To remember that Di- Joe DiMaggio is a baseball player was kind of an obscure fact, but just the name DiMaggio was familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, in all fairness, do you want to know how I... It's kind of a fun fact. So sure. It kind of fits. Do you want to know how I knew he was a baseball player? Oh. Because he was married to Marilyn Monroe at one point. Oh. And actually, after she passed away, he had roses sent to her grave. So, like, a lot. (laughs) And I think even after he passed away, they were still sent. So. Well, that was nice. Yeah. So. Okay. November 25th, 1963. Or 1863, sorry. Oh, okay. So we're going turning the centuries here even now. Yeah. We're going a little way back. Um, have you heard of the Battle of Missionary Ridge? Um, I thought, I thought that was a birthday celebration. Oh my God, no. Oh my God. (laughs) What? I, okay, you know, I'm sorry for trying to throw a little light and humor into this and everything, but it was like the whole, baby, you're not supposed to talk about what happens in the bedroom. I'm not talking about what happens in the bedroom. I'm talking about the Civil War. Oh. To be more specific, America's Civil War. Well, I mean, some people get so kinky and everything, they might call it a Civil War. I mean, <laughs> to each their own. That's all I'll say. Um, but yeah. Different folks, different strokes. Yeah. So the Battle of Missionary Ridge was actually when Ulysses S. Grant, or General, sorry, Ulysses S. Grant, um defeated Braxton Bragg's Confederates. Really? Mm-hmm. So, you know, wars be won, <laughs> I guess, right? Uh, Not really. I mean, the war wasn't won then, but you know what I mean. Battles what be won, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, if this was the Battle of Missionary, Missionary Ridge... Yeah. So, okay, so this has to do with the, since it's the American Civil War, mm-hmm. and, you know, we're Canucks. Yeah. Uh, so we don't really know a whole lot of in-depth details about the American Revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, although, mm-hmm. what you doing? What you doing, Willis? Nothing. What, what are you saying? I'm just listening to what you're saying. Okay. Uh, sorry, you're just working some voodoo over there and whatever. Mm-hmm. You got your hand waving around. But, no, what I was thinking is that, uh, yeah, because it was, um, even before the movie, like, Hamilton came out and everything, I at least knew that 17, or, this is kind of a joke on American education and stuff, which, Mm -hmm. I mean, not the Canadian education is tremendously better by much regards, but, you know, it's a little more substantial, uh, is that someone was saying that, uh, that you were tweeting out or whatever, that this whole... You know, things that are going on these days in history or whatever is like seven, or the American uh, Civil War in 1776. I was like, um, 
America was, or the the U.S. the or United States, uh, it's kind of just a bunch of English colonies that was in North America at that time, kind of thing. I think they're talking about like back in what was it, eighteen? When did the Amer when did the American Civil War happen? It was in like the eighteen something. Well, but anyways, it was long. It was long after seventeen seventy six. But it, I just know yeah. some people like to think, oh, it was back in seventeen seventy six. It was the Civil War, and it's like, um, no, America's not that old. Mm-hmm. Anyways, definitely. So just to give a little bit of background too, mm-hmm. I just flipped over to Wikipedia real quick. Okay. Just so that I could just give like a brief summary of what the Battle of Missionary Ridge was. Yeah. So it was between the Tennessee Army, Confederate Army. Confederate Army of Tennessee, sorry. <laughs> I just, I don't know how, maybe that's like the actual name and people are sticklers for it. So if I call it like the Tennessee Confederate Army, people will be like, hey, name it correctly. It's historical fact. Right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> but they, they were the Confederacy and I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to be too butthurt if someone sends me an angry email saying, hey, it was pronounced this way, or kind of thing, of the Confederacy and everything. It's like, yeah, well, they lost, and they were doing horrible things, so let's move on. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. And they were commanded by General Braxton Bragg, which we mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Right. And stuff. And then you, you had the um, military division of the Mississippi, who was being uh, commanded by Major General Ulysses S. Grant. Yes. Right. So, this Battle of Missionary Ridge was um, part of a bigger campaign. Okay. Known as the Chattanooga campaign. Isn't that a candy bar? Chattanooga? I don't think so. It's in a Alan Jackson song, though. Oh. I was thinking, like, is that the one that has, like, Cheerios and nougat mixed together with chocolate covering it? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, and it turns out that General uh, Ulysses S. Grant's uh, military division yeah. won. So. Nice. Yeah. So that was, that's all I was looking up. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Um, yeah. Just a quick little important one that, of course, being the big uh, nuclear science fan, nerd, whatever you want to call it and everything. Yeah. Um, where was it? Um, Leslie Groves and J. Robert Oppenheimer mm-hmm. chose Los Alamos, New Mexico, as the site of Project Y, which developed the first atomic bomb. That was a quote and unquote, by the way. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Uh, Just and you that... quoted the actual headline, so... Well, yeah, but just want to make sure I get the names of the people right, and then it was like the destination. Absolutely. It's a very um, lean cut of headline news. There wasn't mm. really much I could remove from what they said. Yep, that's fair. And so, uh, but yeah, just hard to th- or just kind of incredible to think that uh, 1942 on November 25th, that site was chosen to start building the first nuclear bomb, mm-hmm. or at least the Americans' first nuclear bomb. Because there's all kinds of speculation of, was it the Russians or the Americans that developed the first nuclear bomb, but they both got them kind of close to the same time, and it was kind of scary after that. Mm-hmm. It still is. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, the whole idea of that was, wow. It, Interesting it feels... that it was called Project Y at one point, too. 
Yeah, and then I think it became the Manhattan Project once uh, it was like, oh, Project Y has uh, sounds like something that might be interesting, but like the Manhattan Project, well, Manhattan, New York, mm-hmm. um, that just sounds like it could be an infrastructure plan. Who cares about roads and bridges when you're planning a war? Mm-hmm. I mean, unless your plan is to blow them up or something, but <laughs> that, that's warfare for you. True. Okay. So do you want to hear something interesting? What's that? So it's just like a fun little fact to go along with that. Um, there are actually like clementines and mandarins and stuff. Yeah, the mandarin oranges. Mm-hmm. Also known as clementines. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're like interchangeable, at oh. least according to our signage at work. So don't come at me. Uh, what's that uh, line uh, from your favorite Shakespearean play? A rose by any other name smells just as sweet. Yeah. <laughs> she hates uh, Romeo and Juliet. That's why I'm making the joke. <laughs> but, yeah, it's yeah. like mandarin oranges or clementine oranges. Anyway, um, I noticed one year when we got a shipment in mm-hmm. that one of the names on the boxes is actually Oppenheimer. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's I really think... interesting. Maybe they went from, like, nuclear science into, like... Botany. Produce? <laughs> What's it called? Yeah, like botany. Yeah, that's the or one. Produce growing, whatever, <laughs> however you want to word it. But yeah. So anyway, I just thought that was interesting. I, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, Oppenheimer. And everybody looked at me weird, and I'm like, nuclear weapons? <laughs> right? And they were like, how do you know that? And I'm like, because I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. So it's, mm-hmm. that's why we kind of do the one about everything nerdy because it's you know just trying to cover one subject or whatever i felt like i feel like it's too narrow Mm -hmm. it's like there's so much incredible and wonderful stuff about the world that it's kind of like um maybe we should do more than just limiting ourselves so it's like let's create a podcast that's as diverse and wide open as we possibly want so we never ever run out of material Mm -hmm. so Exactly. So, 1277. Oh, okay. We're going way back. In the way back when machine. Mm-hmm. You heard of something called the Roman Catholic Church? Oh, yeah, that thing. Um, How's it doing, by the way? I haven't checked on it in a little while. I, I haven't I hear checked on it in a while. I'm not sure. I hear it's doing really well. Yeah, I hear they got a pretty cool pope right now. So. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, every once in a while, they elect a new pope, usually when the previous pope dies. Right? Then they hold, like, conclave, and they... What? No, I just... There's just a, a joke where it was, like, the whole... They elect a new pope, and it's supposed to be... Uh, there's, like, a fireplace, and they take some uh, parchment or cloth or whatever and place it on the fire. Yeah. And if, the, if the smoke burns uh, black, they're not the new pope. If the smoke burns white... They become the new pope. Kind of. And if the smoke burr er, comes out gray, that means they're cooking baby back ribs and uh, T-bone steaks. <laughs> you know, again, that was just a joke that I just remember from a long time ago when I think it was the this pope was kind of quote unquote elected or something mm-hmm. like that. And just hearing that whole thing, it was like, oh. Uh, and then it was like, that's how that works. Then it was like the T-bone steak and baby back ribs joke. And I was like, mmm, I want barbecue. I want barbecue too. 
I wish we lived somewhere where we could have barbecue. <laughs> we do. We, we live in Alberta. We don't have a balcony. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. I thought, like, <laughs> I thought you meant, like, go to a restaurant. It's like, oh, um, well. We can go to a lot of restaurants and have barbecue. I mean, true. That is true. But, yeah, anyway, back to the... The Roman Catholic Church. Yeah, and elections of Pope. So, in that year, on November 25th, they happened to elect Nicholas III as the new Pope. Nic- or Nicholas III, <laughs> as it says on the screen. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. I'm just kind of curious. So again, this whole the Nicholas the Third thing, like because of royal families and holy lineages and whatever kind of yeah. thing. So his dad and his granddad wasn't Nicholas the Second and Nicholas the First. It was like no God the, the I'm not even sure his dad or granddad would have been Pope. That's not how that works. I don't know, but I'm just saying it's, it's like, like a hierarchy in the church. So if you're like a high up cardinal. Then you can like potentially be, um, bestowed the honor of being one of the people that can be voted upon to be like the Pope kind of thing. Uh, at least that's my like limited Neanderthal understanding of it. But it's not like a, as far as I know, it's not really a bloodline thing when it comes to the Pope. It's more of a, how well do you serve God? Oh, okay. Or how devout. You may be, How so. pious are you? Yeah, kind of thing. So anyway, but yeah, so he was, uh. Well, I was just going more off of, like, biology and everything. And, of course, I mean, I can imagine there's, like, kind of a Game of Thrones type of, uh, lineage when it comes to the whole how, like, who gets to be even, like, um, what's the word? The possible new, uh, Pope of the... Roman Catholic Church was the whole, hey, so this family's really devout, this family's really devout, and this one's really devout and everything. Well, who's the most devout? And then, you know, these families kind of keep biding their time, but also competing with each other and doing all kinds of yada, yada, yada things. This makes me think we definitely have to do an episode on the Borges. On the Borges? Borges. (laughs) I know, I just like to think that it's like the, some of the words that you say are, you know, something a little off, and that's why. You want to talk about a fucked up family. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's save that one for, uh, let's, let's put that one on the back burner for a little bit, just because we can definitely do that one later, but. I'm just saying, it's interesting, it's an interesting thing. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it, because, I mean, especially with. A lot of stuff that happened back in those days. Mm-hmm. And you know what's great? I actually know how to pronounce most of the names. <laughs> well, there we go. We got next episode figured out. Yeah. Well, no. No, we need some time on that. But yeah, <laughs> we will be. That's one we will be doing because um, intrigue, drama, murder. Could you ask for more? It sounds like a telenovela or something. Yeah. It's like. Daytime soap opera TV, but real life. Do you know why they call them soap operas? Um, because they used to promote, maybe be promoted by soap companies. Yeah, when they were, yeah. Look at you go. I, I was just shooting that right out of the old keister there thinking, um, either this is going to come out smelling like roses or I'm going to sound like I'm so full of shit. So back in the day, right, they used to have the radio. I just, I just learned this and I can't even remember where the heck it was I learned it. Like, watch Mojo, maybe? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, 
or some some somewhere on YouTube anyway. But um yeah, they used to call them soap operas because um when they were radio shows. So, uh this one soap company actually Procter and Gamble thought it would be like a great idea to like cuz women wouldn't be the majority of people who were listening to like those I don't want to call it a telenovela, a radio novella, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, oh, well, they're the ones who make the decisions on buying the soap and stuff because this is like the 50s and or earlier and women stay at home and they do the cleaning and the cooking, right? While the working man goes out to, uh, into the uh, iron uh, scaffolding to build a better tomorrow for America, the women folks stay at home and take care of the kids and cook the meals. Mm-hmm, exactly, right? So they were like... Buy P&G soap. Yeah, pretty much, right? And so then that really took off, and they saw an increase in sales, so then all the other soap companies started doing it. And so then, yeah, when they got moved to TV, they there were some, like, soap companies that even sponsored, like, episodes of the show or the shows or whatever. So, yeah, that's how they became known as soap operas. Nice. Yeah. I, I knew there was a reason and everything. It was just the whole, was like, as a kid, I was like, um, people are always like, I'm watching my soaps. Yeah. And stuff like that. And I was like, um, okay, as far as I know, Days of Our Lives or The Young oh, and the Restless and all I that stuff. I love Days of Our Lives. Like, I always remember seeing it as a kid. Like, there would be something happening on there. And it's like, um, okay, people are at a hospital or... They're in some office or whatever. They're talking about something. And, of course, as a kid, I was like, come on, where's the cool action scenes? Or where's the comedy and everything? And I was just couldn't figure it out. And I was like, ah, this is boring. So. But I never saw any soap. Fun story. Real quick. Yes. Because I know we've deviated. But I just, I think that some people might find this funny. Uh, my brother actually might even find this funny if he's listening. Because um, I was going to say, hey, you haven't experienced... And I was talking to a lady at work about soap operas the one day. And I said to her, hey, you haven't experienced Days of Our Lives until you experienced Marlena Possessed by the Devil. <laughs> and she said, yeah, I know I am. And I'm like, oh, are you watching reruns? <laughs> no, she's just possessed by the devil again. Marlena, get your shit together, is what I said. <laughs> So I just thought it was funny. Anyway. Throwback. All right. So, okay. What, we got one final November 25th event. And then I think that's all the time we have for We got to cut it a little short tonight because you got to work. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, working opposite shifts doesn't give us too much time to work on this kind of stuff. Unfortunately. Okay. So, England. You're a big fan of it. I mean, you know, there's a reason why it's called uh, Great uh, Great Britain, but <laughs> go on. Okay. So, in 1120, right? Okay. There's this guy from Normandy. He's a duke. His name is William. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That bloke. He dies. Oh. In a shipwreck. On his way to England. Well... Ship happens. Uh, ching. <laughs> um, yeah, there we go. It, uh, and by the way, that's called a rim shot. The... Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. 
So that's really shitty um, for him. I wonder, do you think it's weird that you're, like, of English heritage, and I was born November 25th, and somehow we met and were together, and that man died on his way to England on November 25th? Maybe it's like a sign. I want a divorce. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Had to be married for that one first. Exactly. I was waiting for you to say that, but... <laughs> Anyways, that's... Yeah. But yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, I don't know a lot about him, so maybe people were like, uh, sweet. Because maybe he was a bad dude, but maybe he was a great dude and people were really sad about it. Oh, for sure. So, uh... I mean, obviously, if he was, uh, a duke of... Ooh, yeah, I gotta go to work and I'm already yawning like crazy. Mm -hmm. This is gonna be fun. Okay, uh, so wait, he was the Duke of where? Or? Duke of Normandy. So... So, this is where, hmm. when you were talking about, like, the English and whatever, so he was the son of Henry I of England. <laughs> okay. But, because they were, like, of Norman, Anglo-Norman, right? He was, like, an Anglo-Norman prince. So, he was William, Duke of Normandy, but in Normandy, he was, like, William, like, the third, if the earlier claim from his uncle William is not acknowledged. Okay. Yeah, so it's just, you know, um... Things were weird back then, and I mean, especially with the lack oh, of... Oh, that's sad. He was 17 when he passed away. Oh. Well, I mean, honestly, when you're talking about 11 anything, or the 11... Hundreds. Yeah, the 11 hundreds of uh, time and everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, living to see 30, I think, kind of considers you an old man for those times. I mean... I'm just saying is that, you know... I don't like, know if old man, but you were definitely, like, probably already had, like, three children and a fourth on the way and... A plot of land and... Oh, uh, yeah, but that's what I mean, is, like, the whole... So it's like, sure, he might have died at a young age, at 17. Yeah. But at the same time, Oops. it's the whole... His life expectancy, uh, to me, wasn't that high to begin with because yeah. of how bad... Like, Everything was back then. There was, like, no hygiene. They were pouring no. their pissing pots out on the ground. Uh, oh, they're pooping pots too. Don't worry, I didn't forget. Yeah, no, but I'm just uh, the whole like. I mean, he was out, they were out sailing. They just poop over the band or the side of the ship. You don't know that. You weren't there. I'm just saying. There's the whole. Just let it float in the ocean. Poor fishies. What are you talking about? There's some fish that would. Well, I mean, I guess it's plankton and krill or whatever. <laughs> the real grubby, dirty eaters. There, they'd be like, awesome. It's right at the top. Sweet, I got supper for a week, dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. But anyways, uh, but no, just like thinking about war times, lack of medical care. Yeah. You know, education not being anything close to what it is nowadays. Communications between places being pretty bad. Mm -hmm. How often places went to war because, I mean, as awful as it is to talk about that project at Y that turned into the Manhattan Project and yeah. everything. The great thing about nuclear weapons is that we haven't gone to a full scale, like countries haven't gone to a full scale war. Like they have 
since their development because mm-hmm. that would mean the nuclear war and that would be the mutually assured destruction thing. Yeah, that we talked about on the followed episode. Yeah, so it's kind of one of those things where it's like thinking about how it's like, oh, way back then, mm-hmm. your life expectancy wasn't exactly reaching 60, 70 years old. So, anyways, I'm just yeah. throwing that little tidbit out there for people that kind of like, uh, 17, that's a very sad, traumatic to lose, like, probably, he was probably very, uh, predominant or, uh, what's, what's a good word for, um, up and coming that people aspire, like, they're like, oh, wow, yeah. I can't wait to see what he does and how great he's gonna be and... Yeah, like he was an up and comer. Yeah, very predominant or whatever and, um... In regards to that, kind of, maybe that's why he was so notable and everything. Well, that, that and he was the son of Henry the First of England. So, you know, there there's some definitely, there's some details that are like, oh. Yeah. That that should, uh, is definitely noteworthy. Too bad we never got to see his kinghood. Yeah. Is that the right word, kinghood? Sure. <laughs> we'll go with that. Um, okay. This is a night recording. We're tired. All right. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, we could go into uh, some more details and everything of what happened on this day in history, but I think you want to just get back to your colorings. I think you want to tell me to fuck off. I'm coloring. <laughs> no, I would never tell you that. And I need to get ready for work pretty quick here. Yes, that is true. All right, well, thank you everybody so much for joining us, and just remember, no matter what your thing is or what you're into... At the end of the day, we're all just a little nerdy.